it doesn't matter whether you're at that $30,000 level or that $100,000 level or that million dollar level, there are doors at every level to open. And I know that factually. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. Me and Donnie are here on this beautiful Thursday morning. We are here on this beautiful Thursday Thursday morning. That, yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. How y'all doing today? It's an amazing day. It's an amazing season. We got a lot of amazing things happening behind oh, the scenes. So much going on. So many updates. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about how you almost got abducted, though, first? No, because I feel like we're, like, in a real-life security breach. And I just don't want to put it out there. Mm. Like, y'all leave me alone. But we need to know how this thing is happening, though. So what I do want to say is um, you guys can go to my Instagram page from like two weeks ago and see uh, the story that I shared about someone dropping an air tag or attaching an air tag somewhere on my vehicle. Uh, I stopped to get food and um, Hold on. I don't yeah, want to say where I was when I discovered it. Joe, can you give me some lotion, bro? Because this Oh is... my God, this is reptilian. <laughs> It's not that bad. It is cracked and hard. It is cracked. Really crackly on the knees. Anywho, Apple makes these little air tags that are about the size of a quarter. And the intention of these air tags is for you to attach it to your keys or your phone for people who are always, or your wallet, for people who are constantly losing like keys and wallets. You can pick up your Bluetooth signal and find where it is. Hold on, right? y'all. That's definitely now, where's the regular words? lotion? Dave, you've already committed. Just- I got a wife. You got me out here. It's about to smell like, <laughs> like I've been around girls all day. Ah. Let me smell it. Oh, that would be a problem. Oh, a problem. But it's on camera that he gave it to you. Yeah, and she's coming here and she's today. Coming. So she knows what's up. Yeah, so I'll be able to explain it. You'll be able to explain it. Yeah, it's only on my knees, so. That's not a good place to have that. <laughs> <laughs> the worst place. Was that your lotion? <laughs> Definitely not where you want to put uh, that. That's why girls down here. Okay. All right. Finish your... Finish yours. <laughs> All right. Anyway. You finish story. So AirTags are like these quarter-sized devices that Apple makes for you to like put on the... Slip inside your wallet. They're thin. Slip inside your wallet. Attached to your key ring so you can find things. And there's a Bluetooth to it. So if you lost, say, your keys in a pile of laundry, you can Bluetooth. Can I see it? You can Bluetooth and find it, like, in a pile of laundry. This is what it is. Hers is in a case, I think. Yeah, but it's it's even smaller than this, but it's a simple little air tag. And so what's been happening is there are creeps out here who have the intention of stealing your vehicle or abducting women. We've seen on the internet that uh, they're following women to bring them into sex trafficking rings and everything by attaching these to your vehicle. And they can attach it with a magnet or tape or whatever. And it tracks your every move on their phone. But it's your iPhone, if you have one, will send you an alert to let you know that something has been tracking your movement. And that's what I was looking for because it's not tracking. It's not It's not tracking right now. I mean, I, I didn't see... Like, if she put this... So, again... It told, so I got this alert while I was on a FaceTime. That's the only reason I saw it. Can you show it? 
I was on a <clears throat> I was on a FaceTime and I got this alert that says AirTag found moving with you. The location of this AirTag can be seen by the owner. Because I saw this floating around the internet, I already knew that this was not good. So I went through the but I went through the motions and started digging and it tells you I don't want to show the map, but it tells you when the AirTag started tracking. Where did, where did you get to that? Where did you get so to I that? showed you yesterday. I know, but yeah, I forgot. Let me tell you why you're not picking it up. It didn't it didn't alert me until until 25 minutes after it started tracking me. So I got the notification 25 minutes after it started tracking me. And um, obviously, I can't find it. So the way that they have their settings set up, you're supposed to be able to play this sound and you can find it, but I can't hear the sound. It sends the sound either to the owner, depending mm -hmm. on their settings, or depending on where they have it in the vehicle, or if they've taped it up or masked it with a, with a magnet, sometimes it deactivates the sound. You can't hear it. So I took the car to the police station. I identified that it was the car because I took all the bags and things that I've been carrying out of the vehicle. And when I did that, it was no longer being tracked on my phone. When I went back to the vehicle, it picked up the AirTag again. And it literally pulls up a map and shows that it tracked my every turn, every movement, how Dang. long I was there and everything. So where, where did you go to see? I went to, so if you swipe down on your phone, it just alerted me. But when I went to dig, you swipe down on your phone and type in find me or find my. Find my, yep. And then the devices tab should be, all these devices tabs are all of the devices that you've given permission to, which if you are in like a domestic situation and you're trying to escape, you know, like an abusive spouse or partner, they could have had access to your phone at some point and put it on here as a trusted device so you don't get the alert. But for a stranger who didn't have access to your phone, next to it is a tab called items. And at first, it's just like keep track of your everyday items. But see on mine, items detected with you, it's going to show you the last time that I picked it up was when I was outside with my vehicle. So until I find this item and deactivate it, it's going to continue to show this history. So it's not going to... so. What I'm saying is, Blessing can put this on my car, mm -hmm. but I won't know. Uh, can you track? You're tracking this right now. But I'm saying you're tracking this though. Yes. Yeah. So, and there's why, settings why, on it that you. I'm can... just trying to see how why I, because this could be in my car right now, and I don't know. And you don't know. However, the owner has settings where they can choose what they're tracking. My 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 biggest question is, you got an alert that said you're being tracked. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure out how come I'm not getting the alert right now because I don't know what her settings phone. are. So the so the you know, so you're saying the person who did that to you so, they're slipping in terms of well it's on purpose because they're trying to track me so it's gonna they could be slipping I don't know but it, it's not made for you to pick up everybody's air tag then you know where everybody's keys and while in it you'd be going off all day long with alerts I know there has to be a setting I still so don't know part why you the got police that. department when I went to the police department. They said, and, and in conversation with Apple, the owner of the AirTag is in full control of what I can access. I can't de deactivate it. The only way to physically deactivate it is to find it and take the battery out. That's the only way. I can't find it. So I'm taking the car to the dealership today to have them lift it up and see if it's underneath the vehicle. 
Um, the police officer told me, though, that uh, if you don't find an air tag and it's still continuing to track you, get rid of the car. Mm. Um, because he said that by the time, like, this is a thing, apparently, and by the time they get these reports, it's usually attached to a stolen vehicle or a missing persons report. Mm. So, um, yeah. I, it's, I'm just curious why I can't, why I can't see, because this could be in my car and I don't know it. But she's tracking, you're tracking this, yes? So I'm trying to see Let's how see you got a Google notification. You feel why, me? um... Why wild, can't man. my phone scammers are nuts track? Yeah, go. so there's a so when I called the police originally, they said they needed the serial number. And then how you <laughs> so um track other people's air tag. Yes, so if they find it, I'm gonna take it to the police station and track the serial number. However, the police officer told me that these are being sold like hotcakes on the black market for malicious reasons. People, mm. you know, people are like attaching it to your vehicle. If they see you out and about, they're putting it on your car so they can come. They want to see where your car is parked overnight and they can come and try to rob you and, you know, things like, or steal the vehicle or things like that. Um, so anyway, how do yeah. I, can others see my air tag? There's no way your phone can proactively warn you that someone might be trying to track you. If you're not specifically choosing to open the app and search for nearby air tags, you'll never find any even if one of them is already being used to monitor you. And that has some people concerned. Yeah, because I can't, I can't just see that there's an air tag around me or I can't just turn on my joint to see if there's an air tag in my car. I just don't know how. You're just blessed somehow because it well, notified you. Yeah, it notified me. But this is the thing. I have seen dozens. Tamron Hall even had, she hosts um, a TV show and she even had a guest on her TV show that, had the same issue. And I don't know the complete story, but if you just look at Tamron Hall with the in air tags, it'll come up. Um, it was a story with a woman who had an air tag placed on her car. And what they're doing too, like in malls, you got to be really careful going into restaurants. They're like, you know, when you get to-go orders, I saw some, some, when I posted this, literally hundreds of people, so many people shared it. Hundreds of people were DMing me trying to give me clues as to where to find it. Mm. Someone found theirs in a takeout box. You know how they put the paper in the bottom of your takeout box and put your food on top? Someone put it under the paper. We don't look under that paper. Somebody had it under the I paper. I under my paper. For what? What are, you, what are you trying to find? More food? I pull the paper. <laughs> I pull the paper off sometimes. Yeah, I don't look under the paper because I just don't. So they have slipped it in your pocket, like in your coat pocket or something, just loose clothes hanging off of you. They can slip it. Someone can be like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. And they've attached it to the back of your clothes, you know, dropped it in your purse. I see women walking around with open bags all day long, mm. all day long. And they're just dropping it in your purse and you don't know that it's there. This is scary. It's super scary. And yeah, I got scary. the alert and it just, you know, I was on the phone with Jared, um, my client, and it popped up and I'm like, hold up, Jared, let me send this to you right now in real time, just in case something goes down. Dang, that's crazy. Because I, if it had popped up, I'd have just closed it out if I recognize it. That's you what know, so just, many people said yeah. they did. Um, I was talking on the phone with Atlanta hair doctor last night and she's, she was panicking because she's like, this alert literally came to me five days ago and I had no clue what it was. So I just X'd out. It's just like oh, when wow. you get, you know, you get the alerts on your phone that says 
Bluetooth nearby, mm -hmm. like my phone will try to connect to Kenny's um, headphones all the time, yeah. but it never tries to connect to your stuff. Right. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's the settings on my phone to pick up nearby devices. That could be it. That could I, very well be it. Yes. You know, I, I need to see those settings because I want to turn it on to mine. And hold on. Did y'all... You said Dreas. I opened it. Yes, I opened it yesterday when she was telling me about it. And I was like, it's my wife. She's on here. <laughs> and somehow... Who is it? I'm like, who is this? And it happened to be my wife. Here's what's crazy. There's a phone number of people. There's a phone number, I think, of people. So hold on. The people are the people that's tracking me? These are the people who you have, who can find your location. Yes. Who is that number? I don't know. But they're tracking you right now. It literally just updated. I wonder who that is. Where are they at? Five thousand. Is that one of the extra phones or alarm line or something like? Well, that shouldn't have the, op the option. Maybe. I think this is where we got the trackers in our cars. That's possible. Let me just remove this. That's crazy. I don't know who number. <laughs> like, I don't know who. If it's important, you'll it. put it back. I should have called it. Dang, I deleted it. This is wild, man. And look, let me just show you this. I don't know if I showed this to you, but I know the people want us to get to the conversation. But it literally, um, let me see if it can, it's not showing it there. But it literally, there's We're talking about business in a second. We're, trying to, we're concerned about your safety. When I get closer, like it says here, items detected with you, AirTag. Last seen now. These are items that aren't yours, but have been seen with you for a continuous period of time. That's the notification. Mm. Yeah. That's and crazy. then it literally shows you the whole, at this time, this was earlier, it showed the whole map of where I had traveled. But when you click on this, and it's, I'm not in the app, this is just a screenshot. When you click on it, it shows every single turn and stop. Dang, you got your gat on you? Absolutely. Joe, put your hand in my purse. All right, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> he done ran up on it a couple of times. <laughs> All right, pistol on deck. Okay, on so deck. listen, y'all, take care of yourself. Be careful. Let me say this, ladies, too. For those of you who are purse carriers, like I was until recently, I came across this young lady who teaches self-defense on the internet. She teaches gun safety. Uh, first and foremost, and she made a really good point. Like, if somebody runs up on you, they're not giving you time to dig in your purse for a gun and remove it from the holster. So I just ordered and should be receiving my thigh holster. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm carry-carry and multiple carry at this point because y'all crazy. I mean, you are. Um, it, it just... It, the most interesting thing, so I told you, remember a couple of weeks ago when I was traveling, I told you I called into my payroll um, company and the woman recognized my voice and mm. was like, oh my God, I'm literally watching your podcast right now. So last night when I called 911, well, I didn't call 911, I called the police station and they transferred me to a 911 dispatcher. And I'm talking, and I'm giving her my information, and I gave her my full name, Denitra. And she's like, wow, your voice is so unique. It's like this other woman that I follow, I watch um, on 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 a podcast, but her name is Donnie. So coincidental. 
And I'm like, that's me. And she's like, no way. Yeah, lit with 911. Gave me, gave me like that's VIP crazy. service <laughs> to transfer me to the right police department wow. and tell me where they, because at first they were completely out of it. We're like, ma'am, if you don't have it, there's nothing we can do. When she recognized my voice, she's like, girl, let me get you to your local precinct so oh, we can get an off. I'm going to hook you up with my officer connect there. <laughs> He's going to come out and sweep the car. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Wow. But at the same time, um, you know, I don't we're, we're not famous, but we're definitely recognizable. And I don't know how lit that is. Yes. <laughs> like, I. I think everybody wants to be like known and popping and stuff like that until it no longer serves you. Mm -hmm. Until you can't, you know, you can't just be out with your family and just chill. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, and maybe maybe he just likes it, but I was thinking about Kanye West. He, it's almost like a prison or like a Jay-Z. You can't just go out and just hang out and just be outside with your family or take a walk with your daughter or just go to the mall and be regular. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily seem fun. It doesn't seem fun. I think influencer maybe is better than like celebrity mm -hmm. because there'd be some people to say, oh, I love what you're doing, especially in the financial education space. Mm -hmm. I love what you're doing, things of that nature. But when you are at that Drake level, Ooh. it almost seems like you're living in a small box a small little safety box. Yeah. But you can't get out of the box because there's danger on the outside. And you then can't... you start to understand <clears throat> why you have, like, people who say, like, Nicki Minaj is standoffish and she doesn't come outside. Just, do you want to come outside? Is it safe to be outside? Like, mm. if I come outside, I have to have this full entourage. Am I really enjoying myself, <laughs> you know, being outside? Yeah. You have to consider those kind of things. I don't want to be famous. I don't... I want to be lit, though. I'm. I want to be lit. Yeah, I mean, maybe not famous, but just... I don't want to be famous. I don't need to be like. I don't want to be famous. It feels so dull. So <laughs> I wonder when, if when like were... less Browns of the world get this same, have these same concerns. You think less walking around with security? I doubt it. Or like, I mean, especially not now. But I mean, you got to think. So Tony Robbins is. I'm sure he does. Does Grant Cardone walk around with security? First off, Jose, can you? Can you come share with us, speaking of Tony Robbins, he told, he was on Tony Robbins' challenge, right? And he was telling me that 70,000 people on his challenge. Yo, I saw, was he in his studio where he had like a gazillion TV screens behind him? Hold on, I'm sorry, real quick. Was it music, was it music going the whole time? Or was it like church? Like church. So yeah, it's like search. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yep. I, I'm speaking, I'm speaking, I'm doing my thing. Yep. And then we get to a hard part and you get somebody yep. that's... Yep. So you have like happy music and then you'll have like inspirational music, motivational, cinematic, like depending on where he was at in the flow. So it just made me think about the pre-production. Like, you know, I'm going here. Or you got to be ready. You know what I'm saying? You got the behind the scenes squad. Like, yo, be ready to, in the tone. Just like a church. Yeah. They know what to play when they hitting them For parts. Sure. Yeah. Right? So when we hit certain parts. As soon as parts, that pastor closed that Bible. Yeah, it was, it you was crazy. You got to <laughs> hit the tone. Hit that podium one time. <laughs> exactly. The biggest thing, though, that I got from it was the impact of having 73,000 people all in one space just rocking with you. The chat was, you couldn't even keep up with the chat. The chat was mm. just ridiculous. And it, like I said, even after it ended, it was still on average of fifty to 60,000 people just in a community talking with each other now community. in this chat. 
It was gone. Yeah, it was gone. And he was like, all right, go to this link, da-da-da-da-da. But, yeah, that zone was crazy. So, yo, so they, they really dialed in creating virtual experience. Because, yep. you know, when we first started getting into, like, like specific, like, all Zoom, it's like, oh, this is a cool Zoom. But you're saying you're in your house and you feel something. You feel exactly. like you're a part of this world. Yeah, mm. yeah, hands down, hands Dang. down. That's hey. lit. So Jose, can we do that? You know how to do it? Oh yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm already, I'm already looking. I was like, okay, did right, you take you a did screenshot this, of the view that you can, you could see of his living room setup? Did I you said screenshot it to you, that? I said it to you. Yeah. Let me see that. Yeah, yeah that's I got wild. a challenge coming up. <laughs> All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon. Okay, we created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the, support is, um, the support is appreciated, okay? Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Exactly. Perhaps exactly. we move to this living room. Uh, let me see real quick. Man, it's it's, it's going to. I mean, it just it looks it looks like. Look I regular. mean, the picture it looks like us. Like you know what we doing? Oh yeah, okay. Little bookshelf. But I guess you gotta be. It, it's today too. Okay. Well, today is day two. Oh. Can you send me the link when you get it? It's it was free, Can right? You send us the link when you get yeah. it. Thank yeah. You. Okay. Little group text situation going on. So, um, so that that's that. You want to yeah. you want to start a podcast yet? Do I want to do what? You want to start the podcast? Yeah, you guys. So, um, <laughs> you know what? I think so. We, we we here's the thing. We talk about so many topics because we care about the whole person. I know my whole philosophy in coaching is. Um, if the whole person isn't great, then you can't be a great entrepreneur. Mm. So I have some clients who are um, married, like Jared, my snowball uh, restaurant owner. I will remind him because he gets so focused on work that he forgets like to, to speak in his wife's love language. One of her things are gifts, receiving things. And every couple of months, I will say, hey, Jared, When's the last time we bought your wife something? We. Mm. When's the last time we bought your wife something? Because I'm like, look, you need to go to Gucci. They just dropped this. You need to go to Chanel. You need to do Why this. Why can't you just go to Zara? Because. Yeah, like. Because I am shopping per her taste. Mm. If she asks for a Zara, she's really in the handbags. And she does not strike me as the woman who's into them from Zara. Not to knock Zara. I probably have a Zara bag or two in my closet. I'm unsure. But. I'm speaking in her love language, right? Um, I have clients like, um, I have a young lady who just got really, really overwhelmed and depressed, kind of dealing with some things in her outside life. And I had to tell her, hey, look, today we're not talking about business. That would do you no good. Mm -hmm. Today we are helping you. I'm going to give you some resources. I'm going to I'm gonna give you some things that help me when I'm in a funk, like some, some meditation music to listen to, some scriptures to read, some personal development. So anyway, you guys, like, Yes, we are the plug for entrepreneurship. 
But if the whole person isn't performing well, then none of this stuff that we're talking about today, you're going to receive. So today, it just so happened because of something that happened in our real life. We care about your safety. Yeah, and really, at the end of the day, we're not doing a podcast necessarily. The, listen, the, the reason we're doing this is because we had so many amazing conversations. Mm-hmm. Without a camera on, it was just, you know, we should let people in on these like, conversations. We need a camera around us when we're having these conversations. And now we have like one, two, three, four cameras around us when we're having these conversations. Absolutely. Which I think is a good segue into, I always see it in the comments. Like, um, how did David and Donnie meet? What's the deal with them? What's the mm-hmm. arrangement? I think it's cool to walk people through our journey and how we even got to this point. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, you can start. I mean, I she was in network. It'll be a short, abridged version. We just she was in network marketing, and she was that chick, <clears throat> the one in the video. <laughs> like she's the one doing the presentation. Uh, which you ain't you ain't get paid for that, right? I got paid plenty. Not for the videos and stuff, though. No, so with that particular video, that was my video that I did for my team. Oh, and then it that. just got incorporated into the company's thing. Gotcha. Okay, so she was doing a video at a presentation. So she was like the queen of recruiting. You know what I mean, people? So she's the one that's going to convince you to get three, and she's going to tell you that those three are definitely going to get three, and then you'll make a million dollars. That is definitely... Don't be telling so when people I saw that the before video, you run with it. So when I saw the video, I said, dang, she said I could get three. And those three, for sure. It sells itself. That's what she said in the video. And I'm like, ooh, this will work. And then I didn't get three. No, you got probably 30. Yeah, I got more. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I saw her and then, you know... Um, like, did it work? At that point, and here's this uh, good key too. I have a t-shirt brand, Sleep is for Suckers. And... When I join organizations, right, it's not necessarily, um, it's not necessarily for the reason that the organization was put together. For instance, right. you might join a mastermind, and the mastermind's purpose is to teach you about entrepreneurship. Well, I would join a mastermind. Yes, I want to learn how to make money, things of that nature, but I'm really trying to get some of those high-level people on my podcast. Or I want to create relationships, things of that nature. So I have this T-shirt brand in all the events. I'm wearing T-shirts. And, you know, I had some people that, you know, kind of understood the brand and like, oh, it's my man. My man got this shirt, sleepers for suckers or whatever. And they would just come rock with me, come to the kiosk, buy T-shirts. She was rocking some of the shirts. And we just built a relationship that way. And um, she just looked at me as the person who could help her get out of network marketing. And I said, you know what? I'll help you. And we started doing events around entrepreneurship. <laughs> and, you know, she just became lit. The lies so, that he's telling right now, is that how you see it? That's in not what happened? That is absolutely not what happened. So, yes, we met through network marketing. We were actually introduced by your sponsor. And um, he praised me for how amazing I was in this company. And I'm like, oh, I like your T-shirt. He told me about his kiosk. So I went to visit his kiosk in bought some things and I, I became a regular customer. And I think one she day... you had more discount, too. You said I got... I did. I you I, did give me a discount. Yeah, and I was like, man, she got all this money. Why she want a discount from You my, did give me a discount. I don't discount. remember that scenario. I might be making that up. Anyway, but. you did, but you always gave me yeah. discounts. So I know that you gave me a discount. And so one day we're at the kiosk and we're just talking. I think there was actually someone at the kiosk and I offered them some advice. And Dave's like, yo, what do you actually do? And we just kind of started talking. And then you invited me to do the Black Wall Street tour and we did our thing. 
And then we decided that it just wasn't enough. Like, yo, you're smart. I'm smart. We're both trying to, like, climb up this ladder. At that time, we're, like, at the bottom of the totem pole just trying to figure it out. And we started doing events called the Entrepreneur Exchange. We did, like, entrepreneur boot camps. And you remember that stuff? Yeah, that's... Called Entrepreneur's Exchange. We just yeah. came up with it. So, yeah. And it was a thing where we wanted entrepreneurs to exchange information and network with each other because that's how we were both building our ways, our way up. And we started doing those events and people would come out. We were selling out the seats and, you know, it was just a good thing. And I think uh, we drifted away from that. We started that in like 2017. And then we drifted away from it a little bit because you started focusing heavy on social proof and, you know, things like that. And I was focusing on building my business. At that time, I didn't, I saw the vision for him. I didn't see the vision for me. And um, then we just decided to like, what can we do? Dave and I have always, like, it doesn't matter where we ran into each other. Like, how can we make a play happen? That has always been the conversation and it just kind of grew. And then through all of that, because we've kind of grown up in business and um, he's so easy to talk to. I'm so easy to talk to. We have never had an argument, even when we disagree. We just kind of became like best friends. And one day you turn around and this guy like just knows all your business (laughs) and vice versa. Don't ever talk to me crazy. Don't ever, because I will put it out. And it just worked (laughs) because I love his wife. His wife loves me. Mm. He loves, you know, my significant other and vice versa. And it just works. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the point is, oh, so I made a post on Twitter. I posted today, but... It says, um, You're on Twitter? that's how I make my posts. You know, the little screenshot. Is joint? that how you do it? Okay, I'm going to reactivate. I, I thought it was a graphic. If you was on the morning meetup this morning, you'd hear my training. Training. Uh, Come on, let's get it. On consecration. Oh, but in, anyway, thank you. What was I going to say? Oh, so on Twitter, um, I made this post. It said, um, let me just read it because I don't remember. It was deep, though. And I did it last night. Um, it was deep? It was super deep. It was super deep. The quote says, hold on, the more money you make, the more money you'll have the potential to make. There's money out here that you can't make because you don't already have some. Do that one more time. One more time. It went over some heads. Yep. The more money you make, the more money you'll have the potential to make. And there's some money out here that you can't make because you don't already have some. Now, on one side, it's... Let's talk about um, what's it called? Uh, um, uh, accredited investors. So there's some investments that you can't make if you're not an accredited, if you're not an accredited investor. Meaning you have to have e- either like two hundred fifty thousand dollars or a million dollar net worth or something like that, and it changes with um, groups. That's one thing. That's that's the obvious. You, if you're not an accredited investor, you legally can't invest in certain things if you don't have money. The second part is, the more you build, the easier it is to connect with other people who are building stuff. Yes. So think about it this way: If I make a hundred thousand dollars a year. It's easy for me to connect with somebody who makes $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. If you make $30,000 a year, it's hard for someone that's homeless to connect with you. Y'all not going to be in the same spaces. You can't do the same things. Wherever you are in your, like, whatever, whatever level you are on in terms of business, entrepreneurship, or whatever, 
your core group of people are probably not too far ahead or below you. It just mm -hmm. is what it is. Now, in these environments of people who are building stuff, and this is to the point that you were saying, I'm building my t-shirt brand. Donnie's building her network marketing company. At this point, she's making more money than me, but not much more. So I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm mm -hmm. still a six-figure entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. She's a six-figure entrepreneur. It's easy for us to connect because I have some strength in the thing that I built. She has some strength in the things that she built. And we can come together because we're matching each other's level, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. There are some people that won't be able to do business with Donnie simply because they haven't made any money. It just is what it is. So I think our goal, not, not the goal for making money for money's sake, right. but it allows you to get in different environments. And in these different environments, there's all kind. Yo, I like the joint with, um, with Mike. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to Five and Neo. And we all are invested in this thing. And the returns are insane. Mm -hmm. But you have to have a certain amount of money. Yeah. And not only have a certain amount of money to invest in it, you have to have a certain amount of money to even be connected to somebody who would let you into this particular investment. So um, it is important. It is important, vital, that you all do everything that you can to get to that next level because you're not going to be able to make some money because you don't have any. I agree. I agree. It's levels um, to this. You know, money doesn't solve all problems by far, but it definitely opens up a lot of doors. It does. It opens up a lot of doors. And it doesn't matter whether you're at that $30,000 level or that $100,000 level or that million-dollar level. There are doors at every level to open. And I know that factually. When I was broke and had nothing, there were doors yeah. that needed to be opened at that time, yeah. right? The doors for me at that point were doors to like the temp agency to put me on that helped me start making some money because I had nothing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was the door to my supervisor to get me up into management. And then you start making some money and now you're making $50,000. Well, at $50,000, I was probably the manager, you know, of a property management company uh, or a property. And so now the people who are coming in to get their apartments, like, they're respecting me at a higher level because she's the decision maker. She's the manager. So now I can go and pull that card mm -hmm. and come out here and have different conversations with you and find out a little bit more about you. And you want to network with me because I'm the manager, yeah. right? And then you leverage that and now you're making six figures and the conversation changes even then. And then you hit seven figures and everybody wants to talk to you. Sure. It's like the gate opener to everybody. But then you got, you know, the billionaire status and they, you know, seven figures is a little measly chump change. Yeah. Um, to them, but there are doors to be open because I believe so many people think, oh man, if I'm not doing this, then I'm just stuck. And that's, that's not the truth. There are doors to be opened at every level. I literally climbed every step of that ladder. Yeah. So I'm so relatable. Like I've been dead broke. I've been living in a house with no water, no lights, no heat, none of that. And I've also been able to get whatever I want. Yep. Right, essentially. So there's levels. There's There are doors to open at every level. You just have to see it for what it is at that time. It's still always about the who, not the how. Who at my level right now um, is in alignment with me and where I'm trying to go? Who's in alignment with me and where I'm trying to go? Because being broke doesn't mean that you're not worthy or you're not valuable. It just means that you haven't opened the right door yet. Yeah. And what's cool is, and here's the hack, in 
in these doors, it's not only super successful people. It's just mostly super successful people. So if you're at a table of, if you're at a dinner, a high-level dinner, right? Let's say everybody are eight and nine-figure entrepreneurs that are at this table. It's not only the eight and nine-figure entrepreneurs at the, or in the room. The eight and nine-figure people are at the table, but there are other people in the room that are serving the food that add value to this particular table. They're in the room too, and they get to soak up some knowledge. But what's crazy is you still have to be able to operate at a high level, even if you don't qualify to be in a room. For instance, there's a high level of service. They're not, gonna, they're not about to go grab the server that works at Olive Garden mm -hmm. to be the server at this nine-figure dinner. You still have, like, there. There are servers who make six figures in their job. They're super professional. Like those, when y'all go to them, them high level restaurants, those servers are on another level. So because I add value and I'm at the top of the chain in the value that I add, I can even get into this room and at least I'm serving the food. Yeah. But it's not even just, a, it's not necessarily just in terms of servanthood. It's more, I'm adding value to this room at the level that I add value. Yeah. I wish Beasley was here because that's essentially what has happened in his life. 100%. Chef Beasley, one of the chefs that we use, um, it, it started off, I think Jeremy is the first person who introduced him into the group. Mm -hmm. We were having mastermind meetings, like entrepreneur mastermind meetings, maybe eight of us. And Jeremy Anderson would invite us over. And Chef Beasley was the person who was cooking. Now, at that time, Chef Beasley, I would guess, wasn't making a whole lot of money, right? He wasn't super lit yet. But he executed in his gift flawlessly. The food was delicious. He was, ple he was pleasant. He served you with excellence. And he got to be in that kitchen. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll have stuff and, and we'll be using the chef and the chef's still kind of, like, fumbling with things. You're not over there doing anything but listening, <laughs> but get, soak up all of this information, right? Yeah. And that's what he did. But he served so well that he made an impression through his food to the point where we literally stopped talking business and had, like, a 30-minute conversation good. about the food and how amazing it was. And so then I hired him and then David hired him. And then next thing you know... I, I hired him first. You didn't. I hired him, and then David hired him, and then next thing you know, we're all working with him, and now everybody wants him to cater events. So he goes from cooking, you know, as a personal chef, to now catering events with 500 people, 600 people, and now, you know, he's definitely got his multiple six-figure brand, he just got his location, mm -hmm. and he's doing his thing. But it started with him saying, how can I add value through what I am gifted at doing and get in the room. And he used sure. his talent to get in the room. Beasley offered in the beginning to do things for me for free just to do them. I paid him every single time because I, you know, I just did. But he offered and he, he it's a smart concept. What are you super, super good at? Deliver on it just to get in the room and, and stay in the way in a good way, right? Yeah. Don't keep coming back to the table to make sure we don't need anything, oh, but yes. stay in the room. Force yourself into the room in a good way. Tidy up the kitchen if serving is your thing. Tidy up the kitchen, but you're on the side where you can hear the conversation. Check on people, make an impression, and get that information. Yes, when you get in the room, you got to execute. So I know the story. Not, not the whole story, but I know a por portion of the story which is going to inspire somebody. 
Beasley, Beasley, you know how he connected with Jeremy? Mm-mm. Try it. Tell me. You still drinking? I said, All right, cool. So he was he was going through these neighbor, he was going through the neighborhood and he was putting flyers in the mailbox. He's going to put flyers in the mailbox. That's how I know he ain't had no money like that. Because he's walking, it's hot. He's walking through the neighborhood putting flyers in the mailbox. Mm-hmm. It's not even like I'm knocking on the door. I'm just, I'm walking through the neighborhood putting flyers in the mailbox. I, he can't do that now because he's always busy. He's cooking, things of that nature. But before that, before that, I would imagine that he spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours perfecting the craft. Mm-hmm. Perfecting the craft. I'm talking about he's operating at a high level, but he just hasn't found the door to the room yet. Yeah. So he's operating at a high level. He's really good at what he does. Spending, he has a passion for cooking. That's how sometimes he'll come to breakfast and say, yo, I just tried this new dish, man. I just want y'all to try it. Yeah. He'll just, like, he's just off. passionate. You talk to him about food, passionate about it. So he's walking through the neighborhood putting flyers. It had to be like spring, summertime. I just remember it being hot. I remember the story now. And he ain't no little boy. You know what I mean? So I, I just had this picture in my head of him like dripping like sweat. Dripping. dripping sweat. That's the vision <laughs> that I have in my head. That's why I was so impressed by the story. So I think Jeremy either reads the card or sees him doing it or whatever. And long story short, he's catering this particular lunch. Mm-hmm. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. The, the, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. We get to the lunch, and the food is amazing. 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 Now, at this point, he may not, because we got Donnie, we got Trap there, Support Black Colleges. They eight-figure business. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a high-level group. He doesn't qualify to sit at the table but his gift allow him to add value to be in the room. So he's here now. And what he did was he operated at a high level. Food was amazing. Food was flawless. And everybody, at the, I think everybody at the table booked him. Everybody at the eventually. table eventually booked him. So check this <laughs> out. Doesn't qualify to be at the table, but when he got in the room, executed high level, flawlessly. So you might have somebody that does videography. Right? And you see a person, let's say they're starting their podcast. Everybody's starting their podcast. Mm-hmm. You have something to say? Ryant is an example of the Ryant. video. Ryant is the, Ryant will come to your event. And at first it was just Ryant, and he was still doing this. He has a team now, but Working at first. Working like it's three of them. Ryant was coming in to your event for free. He did an event for me for yep. free. He's working like he has a team of three or four people covering this event, doing videography. Before you can even leave the stage, Ryan delivered a recap video of your entire event, like recap images, you arriving, you on stage, testimonials that he's managed to pull together. You have a whole professionally done, like two minute recap video. And so he became known 
for being that guy like, man, because people want one of the most deflating things after an experience is not having any content tangible. Like you're excited about your events and it takes videographers a week or two weeks to send you something. By that time, you're on to your next thing. Mm -hmm. Ryan stood out because he made sure you had a deliverable in your hand, literally. Hey, Donnie, pull up your phone. I'm about to Bluetooth you. And not only that, so good that he has the production screen and he's showing it to everybody. So now everybody wants that videographer that executes at that level. Like, dude, gonna have the images and, and your videos same night. But before he got in the room... You don't just start executing like that. You don't just get in a room and start executing like that. It had to be hours and hours and hours and hours of preparing to be there and executing at a high level. So back to Beasley, he got doesn't qualify to be at the table, but when he got an opportunity to be in a room, he just worked his way into the room, everything changed for him. Everything changed for him. So for us, I think it's not about getting an opportunity, it's about working on your craft to where you can execute at a really, 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 really high level. Mm -hmm. So you might find somebody, here's the the formula to getting in the room at least. You have to do something well and find somebody that's doing something awesome that you can compliment. Yeah. That's the whole formula. You know, I know that it happened with you this way and it happened with me this way with Ryan specifically. He saw a flyer for an event that I was doing and he hit me up and said, hey, I'm coming to that event to do your videos. I want to I want to shoot all this video for you at no charge. Okay. yeah, who's going to say no to that? Right. It was his approach. He didn't say, hey, do you need a videographer? Because maybe I do, maybe I don't. And I had someone there. He's like, I don't care who you have there. You're going to get extra footage from me. Right. And Ryan stood out because, again, I had the deliverable from the guy who I wasn't paying anything. I did pay him something, but I had the deliverable from the guy I wasn't paying anything. And then the other guy. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
had me on like a six day turnaround. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Right? And so it stood out. And not only that, you force other people to step up their standard and, and, sure. and meet your expectation. Because now when I look for videographers, Ryan was driving from Memphis to come yep. and do this. He doesn't live here in Atlanta. So when I have to find other videographers that are local, for, what's your turnaround time? How quickly can you do a recap video? And then y'all are getting into all of this. Well, that's extra. You know, that's not included in one of the three 30-second clips that I'm promising oh, yeah. you. Uh, let me get Ryan on a flight or something yeah. because... You know what's crazy? <laughs> he don't even... It, it don't even seem like a part of the package. Like, it's, it's like, yo in terms of, like, something extra, he does it because he's proud of his work. He's so and proud. And before everybody leaves, he's like, hold on, Dave, hey, get everybody together. I got a video I want to show everybody. It's not a deliver. It's not deliverable for me. Yeah. It's not saying, hey, Dave, here's a recap video. Do what you will with it. He's like, yo, can, can I show this video? Yeah. I want everybody to see my work. And he just operates at a super high level. And he, uh, he came for free that one time, and he's made tens of thousands of dollars. Absolutely. And Ryan... From me. Ryan knows how to stay in his lane. So we, we had the, the boat party mm -hmm. in... Miami. Miami. Was that Miami? Yeah, Miami. We had the boat party in Miami... You know, sometimes you'll hire people and they're dancing, they're eating, they're doing... And you're welcome to dance and have fun, but Ryan is so passionate about what he does. Side note, this is actually funny because this is like the first riff that me and Brandon got into. Because Brandon... Brandon like when we met, Yeah, when we met, he's my videographer. So he's like doing the video. But when we get to the events and that boy get around some other humans, he's the it, he's, it's a party for him. And I'm like, yo, Brandon, like, we're here to work. Like, you can do all that later. Like, you, you joke with people, making them laugh and hanging out. And I'm like, yo, you're missing this conversation that I'm getting, right? Which is it's funny now because he don't, he don't need to be shooting nobody. 
Brandon he needs, needs to, to be, be teaching and coaching and and having fun because and he and he recognized that and said, "Yo, I am, I am really really good at what I do, but I don't want to hold a camera anymore." Mm-hmm. I want to have the freedom to hang out and sit at the table with the people. Like, people will book his team, and he's hanging out with the people that booked him. Yes. And his team shoots it. Nothing wrong with either way. I'm just saying he knows what he wants out of life, mm-hmm. and he did the work to mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. Period. And executes at a high level. Yeah. So that's really, really cool. Shouts out to Brandon. Hey, can we talk about this podcast, though? Yes, you guys, we launched a whole new segment. Hold on, real quick. Are y'all subscribed to the Brain Picker Podcast? Have y'all seen the Brain Picker Podcast? Just go on in. Come on, let's do Grab your phone, King, please. Brain Picker Podcast. Joe, are you subscribed to it? Are you following it? Let me see your phone. Did You, you just gave me a yes nod. No, 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 don't touch it yet. No, watch him. Watch him to see if he's doing it right now, please. Are you subscribed to it, Joe? Is he following it? Don't try to press the button quickly. He's not following the podcast. Joe isn't following the podcast. Just turn your phone around right now. What's going on? Don't touch nothing. Are you following it? Just be honest with me. You're not. Okay, why did you just say that? Because I looked at you directly, and he was like... (laughs) In your head, you were thinking what, Joe? But I I didn't say more to be that. I said, brave. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm, it's all good. Just follow that joint, please. All Do right. we have five star ratings already? We don't have. Yeah, hold on. We have five ratings that are all five stars. And look how many people are in the room. Huh? Can Thank we get you. a five star rate? Thank you. Do you. you do a review. Can you do a little rate? I know I got y'all working today, but thank you. Brain Picker Podcast. This is. The, I was talking to my friend. I'm not going to say who it was. and I mean, somebody I have a lot of respect for and someone I definitely look up to as a, an entrepreneur. We were at Jason's dinner last night. And he said, yo, while you were breaking down the Brain Picker podcast, like kind of like how everything moves and the strategy and all that kind of stuff, he said, I left the live. He said, I had to leave the live because I didn't want you to see me on the live because I'm stealing that. I said, you savage. He said, yo, it's, he said, it is brilliant. He said, it's genius. And I was telling somebody, and I don't have, you know, too many, I have, I have good ideas, but this one was like, there's so many win, 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 wins to it. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. So Brain Picker Podcast, me and Donnie, the best coach in the world, uh, live coaches people live. And the second one we did, I didn't have anything to say because she started talking about like systems and SOPs and all that kind of stuff. So I just became, I went in producer mode and I started switching and, you know what I mean? Like I did Doing all Joe's that. job. <laughs> I was Joe that joint. So, you did. say it again. Well, that was just the sun going down. Yeah. So if you notice in the beginning of it, the window is behind me, and you'll notice that it fades out over I time. like the background, though. I like the, where you can kind of see the city. The dark was dope, too. I Both think. are good, but we got to get my mic together. I think we fixed it on the second one, though. Mm-mm. Yeah, is we got to get my mic together. Okay. I wonder if I need to get on, one of those. Fault? Is that Jose's fault or no? 
Say biologist with Jose. It is because <laughs> Jose didn't even tell me. He said, hold on. No, Jose didn't even tell me that I needed the mic at first. The mic was an afterthought, so we had to grab the mic that I already had. Jose, defend yourself, brother. Don't, don't let him, don't let him, don't let him talk. Don't listen. First off, oh. we started talking about the setup. What you say? And, you, say um, you whisper something. So Di, well, here's the thing. Die need help with setup. So when we talk about setup and ecam live and lights and all that kind of stuff, there's only one person who can set it up, and that is Jose. I told him he needs to start charging just for oh, yeah, the setup. Got, he was like, got, I do it just for the We got something going. I got some people under me, too. We're making that cook right now. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Because sure. it follows in the space of creating courses and YouTube, long-form con content, podcast, producing. Mm -hmm. So, but back to the mic thing real quick. Real quick. I need y'all to understand, in regards to Donnie's mic, <laughs> right? <laughs> I asked her, you had a mic? She's like, yeah, I got a mic. I was like, great. The echo and things that you're hearing is because, though, she is, it's a wall here, ceiling mm -hmm. here, and she got nothing but hardwood floor. So the sound just bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. That's what we're looking at. So, But we do, can upgrade. We can do we have, oh, so you don't, oh, so she got the, um, she got she the, Yeti. the Yeti. The Yeti joint. Come yeah, on, the Yeti picks up the Yeti. everything. Yeti. I, didn't, I didn't suggest that. You were giving away a whole box of Yetis. Mmm. <laughs> That's for beginners. <laughs> That's for beginners. Because you were giving away a whole box yeah, of Yetis. Most I went and bought what, what my partner had. No, I don't have that. So you didn't buy what I got. Oh, okay. So See, I give people what I actually use. I did use it, but for somebody that is beginning, I say get the Blue Yeti. It connects straight to your computer versus... It's a whole lot of feedback in this mug. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, for a professional, I wouldn't recommend... A Yeti, right? But we need an XLR. I mean, it could work, but yes, XLR is going to be her next move, and then we need to figure out actually how to move from the window. The window's dope. If it's around midday, golden hour, I don't have any dope. other place you but do. windows. You really do. Where on my sofa? It's literally just we you just gonna turn the angle around. Be straight. Turn it around. Yeah, Yo, forget it. your living room, yeah. okay? Forget all David that stuff. David wants there. my home to be a podcast studio, right? Yes. Not I your home, live. just your living room. I, my home is a condo. The living room can be seen from everywhere. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Jose, do I have dedicated space for my office setup? You do. I'm now just what saying. happens is it won't look like an office anymore. It's just going to be a studio. It's going to be a studio. Well, you well, being on camera? Can you come hook it up? Content. Got you. Do we, we need to be, put the... Um, yes, we're going to get an ill couch or something. My couch some. is already ill. Don't do me. I mean, it has to be functional, though, to be... A, you can't be sitting there zen-style while you coach people on, on the couch. So we need... We have to... It has to be a good look. We get some art in the back. You feel me? Right? Some, like... You know what I mean? I like That's my window. Move. That's the next move. Jose, can we make it work with the window? It's just if we do something the at window, 6 o'clock... The window, we still... We, we working with Jesus light. But that's yeah. the biggest thing as far as the window. So that's... Well, the lighting isn't a problem. Yes, no, no, no. Is. I'm saying as far as your background. So the background is, you know, those condos that's across the street, they're dope. But once it get dark, it just look like, you know what I'm saying? But it looked really nice. I know, it's yeah, dope. But, but you have... see the transition. And we started like 6.30, it's light. And then by the time we finish it, it's dark. And then you know it how just many people graduated? compliment that? Like, yo, that was so dope how it went from light to dark. Was it? How many, yeah, how, 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 many, how many people said that? It's dope. <laughs> a lot of people, and look at the comments, don't hate because, you know, you don't have access to that. It, this is a levels thing, all right? So you you keep your fancy mic. I'm going to keep my fancy windows. I am going to upgrade the mic. Yeah, but the, the only thing is... You're just mad because you just got a wall behind you. That's I know 
You can turn around and use that dining room table window, that dining room if window. If I had a condo that faced the city, I would probably face the city. You would want to, you yeah, want the city in yeah, the background, yeah, right? Yeah, so don't be a hater. Can you admit I'm, that I'm you were being actually. a little hater? But, I, but, I, but it's just, I think it's weird on the transition of video. You ever see somebody do a promo video and some of the video is light and some of the video is dark? It just looks crazy. Well, we wouldn't do that, David. Yeah, okay. Anywho. What was the, but what did Joe say? Joe? About what? The setup was, thank you. No, it's good. That's how this all started. You just wanted somebody to say your setup was dope. I don't, I'm not looking for Everybody that. on the count of three. Dave, your setup is dope. One, two, three. What are you talking about right now? And that joint was just dry. Those are no pity. Anyway, it's not about that. It's not about that. But anyway, so so <laughs> can we talk about a podcast? Oh, Brain Picker Podcast. Yes. So here's the thing. So what we do is, um, and I can't say how much it is. Right now, it's a few thousand. We can, we can say it. Because by the time they see this, it'll probably be more. But what we do is we coach people live. So right now, there's not a booking link where somebody can just pay for my time or pay for Donnie's time. There are some people, like anybody, y'all do coaching? How much is it? How much you're coaching? Well, I mean, is there What's a the link? Range? Is there a link the that somebody can book you on? Well, the highest ticket is $1,000. $1,000 What's the lowest. Two fifty for how long? Two fifty. You're worth two fifty an hour. If I can buy your time, I can take an hour of your life and give you two hundred fifty dollars, and you'll be happy with the two fifty, and I'll be happy with the hour of your life. Mm-hmm. I don't like that model. Nothing wrong with it. I don't don't get it twisted. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just for me. Last year, last year. I had a, a link in my bio, book a, book a consultation. And there was, you can book an hour for $1,000, which I thought was, you know, I thought it was good. But my boy Neil called me and said, yo, take that down. I said, why, Neil? He said, you can't allow people to buy your time. You can't just let somebody give you some money and you just, they just take your time. And they take it whenever they want it. So I, I kept it up for mad long because I was like, $1,000 is good money. I don't care what you're talking about. We do three of them joints a week. Three grand. In there. But what I realized is I don't want to do anything with my time that only pays me once. I don't want to do anything with my time that only pays me once. Mm-hmm. If I do a coaching session for $250, you get the 250 and that's it. That's the only money you'll ever make from that time. With this podcast, right? We'll, we'll do this, this Brain Pickup podcast, right? Where it's $3,000 to join the show right now. And we're, we're, we're coaching you live. But the video continues to stay on social media. Mad people reached out to Donnie like, hey, I want to be able to, uh, I want to, I need a coach. I want to join your program. Meaning we could do it the one time where they pay Mm 3,000, but because the video stays up and it keeps working, it's never ending leads for my morning meetup, for your coaching program, post a paid, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. The same work is going to pay us multiple times. So I'm just telling you, 
I don't want to do anything except for like it just it just has to be higher, right? So I did a a speaking gig for Car Gurus, and it was a forty five minute call, but I didn't have to leave my house. I didn't have to like I had to leave my office. I wore a button up shirt and hoop shorts. I don't think I had socks on, but I got a chance to do a training for forty five minutes. Now it did pay me once, but it was five figures. And I said, ah, I'll take that trade. But I knew I was going to kill it. And she hit me back in an email, said, hey, I want to do some more stuff with you. You know, let us know your packages and rates, things of that nature. So I'm not knocking getting paid once, but I just want to give you all a philosophy that most of the things that you all do for money, you'd have to do it again to get anything else out of that particular opportunity. So with this situation with the Brain Picker Podcast, it's win, 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 win. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Because me and Donnie coach, let's say Joe is on the podcast. He pays us $3,000. Mm-hmm. He gets coached. He's going to get $10,000, $30,000 worth of information yeah. that he can implement. And we get to 3000 So he wins. Let's put a pin in that. How valuable were the last sessions that we did? The first couple sessions we did for the person. Oh, extremely valuable. So... With one of the entrepreneur's business partners, they were about to order at mass a ton of inventory. Um, That's a really, really dope concept. But just being on the podcast, they learned that they had the spelling of Maya Angelou's name wrong. Yeah. So you order thousands of these bags that are super dope, but you get people who don't want to buy them because her name is spelled incorrectly. That literally saved them hundreds of thousands of dollars on bad, unsellable, unmarketable inventory. Let's talk about this, though. I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. Donnie didn't catch Mm -mm. it. It was somebody in the comments that caught it. Mm -hmm. The value of coaching someone live. Yeah. Right? Somebody was like, yo, hold on. My Angelo's name is spelled wrong. It it was A-N-G-E-L-O. They left the U off. Mm -hmm. But they they didn't produce it yet. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really cool. That was super cool. You sent me the text. Not only that, they sent an email the very next day. So we gave them all kinds of tangibles uh, of things that they needed to do. And we told them all these things that they needed to do for their business. They were so on it. The next day, um, they sent an email. Greetings, Donnie and David. Let us start by thanking you again for allowing our business to be the many, to be the first of many to come on your number one ranked new podcast, you offered us more guidance than we could have ever imagined. In less than 24 hours of being coached... Hold on, before she gets there, they paid $3,000 to be coached live on YouTube. Keep that in mind. Go ahead. Okay. In less than 24 hours of being coached, we have immediately implemented many of the items that you've recommended as follows. Our social media account names were changed. The domain name was changed. Hold on. The social media account name was TM... Custom, custom accessories. But they didn't do custom accessories. It was the name that she started with. It was the name she started with when she was doing custom accessories. Right. But, but then now, they transitioned into like handbags and things like that. Correct. So now their Instagram name is Sincerity Johnson. Uh, they changed their domain name to match the business brand. Mm-hmm. Their website was updated with all their new business name, contact information, social media links. They ordered new business cards. They um, they got rid of, they did a, a purge of their social media page, which they had a lot of like family stuff. They're a married couple. 
with kids. They had a lot of family stuff on their page, but just like laid back, laying on the sofa, not well thought out family stuff, like really sloppy looking stuff um, that didn't match a luxury brand, right? And it would make you question if this is really a luxury brand. So they went through and did a purge of their social media pages. They updated all of their email sequences and workflows per our recommendation. They updated their text workflows, which these are things that they weren't doing before. This alone will make them tens of thousands of dollars because they're already um, a brand that was doing about 50 grand a month, right? Um, Contacted potential models. So we, we suggested that they do a photo shoot. They reached out to some models. And they also reached out to their manufacturer for getting that bag corrected. Then they went on to say, we'd love to speak with you about an opportunity to work more closely together in business. Uh, We're inquiring about the possibility of you guys becoming business investors of Sincerity Johnson. Uh, They want ongoing coaching and they want to see what it takes to qualify next for the Social Proof podcast. So some of those things we'll be able to honor. Some of those things will be a work in progress for just a little while. Mm -hmm. But the point of it is they got, this wasn't like fluff coaching. They got actionable steps, tangible, actionable steps that they can Mm -hmm. execute on right away. We were able to, in just a little bit more than an hour, go through and see why they're stuck at at this revenue range. We're able to go through and see why they're not clear about launching this new luxury product line. We're able to go through and identify immediately where you are missing the mark on making money with your marketing. So you get that kind of coaching. But in addition to that, uh, the comments were flooded with, I want the bag. Many people were saying, I'll take the bag as it is, even with the incorrect spelling. So now you've got people who want this bag. Where's the wait list? Where's this? Where's that? So we've built customers now for them through this platform. And then uh, you got other people, you got our friends and you got people who are just watching who are looking for investments to make. So now, you know, not only do you get the coaching, not only do you go and execute and make more money, but now you've got customers who are lining up to do business with you and investors excited to invest in your business idea if it's a great idea. Absolutely. And what about the second person, the second guy? You want to tell him? You can tell him. Well, I mean, we could tell him. Okay. He had an Airbnb Mm -hmm. done for you. So it was an Airbnb done for you business where if you want to put your money to work, he'll go find an Airbnb, uh, stage it, manage it, and bring your money back pretty much. And it's really just a done for you process. But he's going through and he said, yo, I needed help with my systems. And there's certain bottlenecks in my business. um, And there's certain things that he was doing that he doesn't need to do. Yeah. Like his personality doesn't scream, you need to be the salesperson. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right? So, Really, Donnie handled most of that call and just went in and I stepped back and it was like watching art, right? So Donnie is really just going through the business, breaking everything down. It was really, really amazing. And what was cool is on the platform of us coaching him, he said he had like 30 people reach out. Mm -hmm. We followed up with him today and we called him to do a check-in call to see how things were going from with him because we didn't hear from him like we heard from the other ladies. And he said things were going great. Um, he was he still is in the process of closing up some previous issues that he had going on in his business and he's going to be executing on those ideas. But in the meantime, he said he had 30 to 40 people 
reach out wanting to do business with him. I asked him his price point. His price point is $20,000 to $68,000 or something like that mm -hmm. to set up Airbnb or whatever. Yeah. 30 to 40 people reached out. And we went through the numbers. 30 to 40 people, knowing the price, knowing the investment, they reach out and say, hey, we want I'm in. interested. Yeah, we're, we want in. So if you take the lowest price point um, at 30 people, so his lowest price point is $20,000. Um, you take that lowest price point, 30 times, what we say was? 20,000. 20, That's $600,000, right? Now, obviously, all of those people are not going to end up doing business with him. So let's just take 30% of those people. So now you've got nine people at that same $20,000 from the 30 people who express, express interest. That's potential of $180,000 in new business for him, especially if he nurtures those relationships and those leads the way he learned how to do on the podcast. For sure. But what if out of the 30, one person says, I want to do business with you. They sent him to 20,000. He set, the, set up the Airbnb. He got an opportunity to be on a platform for three grand. Mm -hmm. Here's our business model though. The more testimonials we get, the more we charge to be on this podcast. Because it's not just about coaching. For one, the coaching itself is going to yield. I mean, you'll get you'll get way more than your money's worth just yeah. from the coaching. Forget everybody's going to see it and support it and shop with you and you got a platform and things of that nature. The, the coaching alone is worth way more than 3000 So as we hit certain benchmarks and we, we getting people coming in on a regular basis, and when too many people come in, it goes to 4000 then mm -hmm. 5000 10000 Eventually, we'll be at $10,000, $20,000 to be on this platform. Because as it grows, this is not, this is a marketing play. Yeah. You get coaching. Where do you get coaching and exposure? Anywhere. Anywhere. So. And in the most transparent and authentic way, like these are people who are actually explaining mm -hmm the inner workings of their business and they're explaining how dope their idea is and we're telling them, we're affirming how dope their idea is because we pre-screen the businesses before they even come onto the podcast. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're sharing our excitement about what you got going on. We've got thousands of people who are watching now all saying, or many of them saying, I want whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And we're just two episodes in at this point. We've got... Well, I mean, by... When they see this, we're like seven. We're like yeah. seven episodes, and we've got a calendar booked out. You're coming so, out like every day. It's yeah, crazy. they're 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 scheduling like every day to do this because they understand. Remember, David, you made a point earlier. You talked about how there may be a mastermind yeah. where it's a mastermind to learn entrepreneurship, and you're not necessarily you'll join the mastermind. You'll pay the twenty five thousand yeah. dollars to get in this mastermind, and it's not necessarily to learn entrepreneurship. It's to network with the other people in the room who are trying to learn. Uh, to learn entrepreneurship. Yeah. So you can look at this podcast, the Brain Picker podcast, in so many different ways. You're coming for the coaching. Sure, it's nice. It's a bonus. But what you're really coming into is the massive exposure that you know that it's going to get you. It's like a $3,000 influencer marketing almost, mm -hmm. uh, you know, marketing budget for you to then come on and do your thing and highlight your business. And then other people... Are working with you and then people see you investing in your business you're investing in the help so they see that you care about your brand they want people like to do business with other ceos that invest back because it's a sign that you take care of your business big facts i.e your customers big facts
brainpickerpodcast.com. Apply. Be there. I mean, maybe not just as a marketing opportunity, but if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty, the details of your business, because I know that wherever you're at in your business to go to another level, it's really only two or three moves. It's only like two or three things that will drastically change your business. Yeah. I've experienced it yeah. myself. I Listen, I'm, I'm, as I'm um, like building my brand and looking to go to a whole nother level, I know it's not 10 things that's going to take me to another level. Yeah. It's my job to find the one, two, three things that I can tweak that turns everything up. And that's why we join masterminds, right? Yes. Because you get in the room and you hear something. Oh, that's one of them. It's not, it's not a million things. Sometimes it's just a verbiage on your website. Sometimes you can't see that the way you're posting, it entertains you and your friends. But from a client standpoint, mm -hmm. this doesn't make me want to buy. Right. We could change our social strategy up a little bit. Sometimes it's our appearance. Last thing on that. I had a conversation with Pushman Mitch. And uh, he's... He was, no, okay, so Neo's trying to convince me to get a Lambo. And Mitch, he was saying that, um, you I'm in this Lamborghini group, and we get together, I think it's once a year, twice a year, something like that. And he said, yo, just being in the group, I've made way more money. He said, I made millions by getting this Lambo. So Lambo's what, 300,000, mm -hmm. 200,000, something like that. The connections, the people, the other people who can afford a Lamborghini, that are in these groups, high-level entrepreneurs. That is a door that I've not gotten into yet mm -hmm. because I don't have a Lamborghini. So he said, yo, it was, you know, I met one of the guys, changed my life. He said, yo, took my business to a whole nother level because he decided to get a Lambo that put him in a room that connected him with somebody and he gave one piece of game, one connection, one person that could usher you somewhere, one person that's really successful that takes a liking to you mm -hmm. can change your life forever. Yeah. So, you need to go get a Lambo. Are you getting a Lambo? No. Are you, are you getting the Lambo? No, but he said what I can do is, he said what I can Rent do is- Rent one and take pictures in front of it? No, he said, he said, yo, he's taking a couple of his out. Like he got like, he got a bunch of them joints. And he said, nah, you just ride with me. Just ride, ride with ride me. Front seat. So I'm just gonna hang out. You're the friend in the front seat. <laughs> I, I am. Here's the thing. Eventually I can see myself doing it, but I'm just not that. I can't. I was gonna say I'm not that flashy with these chains on my neck. Yeah. You are incredibly flashy. What'd you buy? Four Rolexes last year? Why are you? What are we talking about? I'm just saying. You, How you many spent, bags did you buy? You spent money like a drug dealer last year. And I look like one now, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look like one. They, very, they actually look very astute these days. How would you know? I know people. I Donnie, can point in the trap. out all the She's still boys in, the trap. in this room. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. So, uh... <laughs> Dave, I gotta okay. say, I'm distracted by your fragrance. You smell like really, really good. I almost want to say, girl, what are you wearing? <laughs> Blessing. Girl, what is that? <laughs> Yo, what's crazy is we have lotion here. I know. Thank you. 
I'm trying to understand why Joe wouldn't get the regular lotion. See why he why would give you this? No, nah, I don't need it anymore, Joe. Where are you Joe's going? Joe's done. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. I was doing a favor for you. Mm. I was going that away. She said, oh, wait, here it is. So I got to go all in there. He's been waiting to get on the camera. So, Ever since everybody started hitting the DM, that's the only reason no, no, he no, came. No, 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 no. Nah, put it back on him. Put it back on him. Look at him. See me. Oh! Brand new, new, new for the 2022. <laughs> Anywho, in my defense, ask for lotion. Blessing had blessed them. He didn't even have the lotion. before he came to the mic. He didn't have the jacket on. He put the jacket you on. You hold his beard a little bit. He's like, hold on, I got something to say. Let me get on you this mic. Your right. beard up. Did a lot of little face shave because I've been listening to y'all. Yeah, this is the reason I look like this. Absolutely. I actually take it takes me too long to get dressed. When are we going shopping? When are we going shopping? I really don't want to do that. Huh? Um. I think we should wait because Joe is going hard in the gym right now. I think we should wait like yeah, another week. Let's let's do let's do a spring haul. Thanks, Donnie. Okay. Thanks let's do a spring haul. Yeah, start, start putting some bread away. We're gonna go shopping. Just like three thousand dollars or so. <laughs> I can do that. Is that a, is that a lot of money? Entirely too much for me. Can we do well, okay? Do we gotta two thousand? I'm not spending. All right, 3, no, sit, sit, just just hang out right there. Did you see the reaction? The $3,000? I did. And did you hear what came out of his mouth? That's too much for That's me. That's entirely too entirely much Entirely too much What's for me. With some clothes? I didn't invest it. When you get in certain rooms, there's certain language you need to start adopting. Mm -hmm. Even if you think, even if you think it's too much money, you don't say it out your mouth. Ever. Rewind. Ever. Ever. Look at me, everybody. It's too much money. It's too <laughs> so, I am the king of not enough money. <laughs> That's what you and, just did and there. And please, nobody give me... Yo, that means I can dangle $3,000 in front of your face, and because it's so big to you, you'll do whatever. Mm. It's all a part of our brand. So $3,000 is not a lot of money. That's chump change. It's chump change. It is chump change. It's chump change. <laughs> Yo, when you start changing your... So it's like, all right, well... If I got a Lambo, spent $200,000, I could say, whoa, that's a lot of money, or I wonder what that's going to bring me back. Mm -hmm. So when we start, like, if we start changing the look, not changing the look, but upgrading the look, and giving you the appearance of someone that you need to respect, yeah. more money will come to you. People will, they'll know not to play with you. Yeah. They'll know. know. Yeah, so there's... Um, there was uh, a guy, and this is, and I, and I hate that I did this. I hate that I'm like this. But it was a guy. Okay, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give my story first, then his story. So you can sit down, Joe. I'm sorry. Give Joe a round of applause, man. I, because, and we tried not to beat up on Joe, we but tried. that last little. Before you tell that story, I had to throw the lotion and the deliciousness of the smell in there. Yo, chill out. Well, no, 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 look. Because Dre just walked in the room and you're so loud right now. Like, we talked about it, Dre. He gave him some lotion and he put it on his upper thigh and knee area. It wasn't my thigh. It was my knee. He, my definitely, he definitely did the knee and the upper thigh. And I just want you to know that it was hers. Yeah. I'm not out here just <laughs> randomly smelling like girls. <laughs> but, but it came from Joe. <laughs> It was his decision. I was looking for the, I was looking for the regular. Where is this going right now? We got, we got, we got a bottle of Equate lotion in here somewhere. Some we got the regular, uh, unscented, unscented Equate. <laughs> All right. So anyway, okay, what's the story? 
I um, I worked at the Cheesecake Factory and I drove kind of like an older Toyota Avalon, right? And what I realized is when I pull up with the shirts in my trunk in this Avalon, and sometimes I have my 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 uh, my Cheesecake Factory clothes on because I'm just dropping off a shirt after work. It seems like everybody wanted to do a deal with me. And this is when it changed. I'm, I'm giving a guy, I'm, 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 I'm dropping off some shirts to a guy that somebody knew. I knew somebody and I think they referred me or whatever. And the shirts are $25. Mm-hmm. And he said, let me get, um, let me get one for 15. He's like, you know, he said, y'all, let me, let me, let me get them for 15 and I'll buy four of them. So I give you 60 bucks for four of them. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. He said, come on, bro. He said, how much you make it work today? Mm. I, I said, I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? He's like, yo, bro, it probably take you a whole shift to make this money that I'm gonna give you right now. It's just quick money. He started, based on my appearance, he's comparing how much he should give me based on what he thinks I'm making already. If somebody, that, yo, that's why sometimes when you're like going to a whole nother level, and Joe, you should aspire to continue to improve this look because you'll be around more people. And I didn't really think of it before, but the way that you look and your appearance and sometimes the car that you drive says a lot about you before you even step out of the car. Before you step out of the car, it says a whole lot about you how much money I should be paying you because nobody wants to pay somebody money who doesn't have any. Yeah. You don't go, like, if somebody is, like, Donnie probably doesn't get a whole lot of people saying, all right, well, uh, I know it's 10000 but um, can I get on a payment? We don't even, uh, we don't, don't even approach. Some, some people don't even call you because they think it costs too much. I get DMs literally every day of people who say, you're on my vision board, or I can't wait to work with you. I just know it's so expensive. I look expensive. That's just, whether I'm in a hoodie and a baseball cap or dressed like this, my posture is expensive, right? And it's on purpose. It's on purpose. It doesn't matter how much I spent on the clothes, on the garment. I don't buy only designer clothes. I shop for what I like. It doesn't matter. It could be from Target but I'm going to make that thing look expensive, right? I might add a nice luxury brand shoe or a handbag or something. It's just the way that I carry myself all the time. You're not going to catch me too many times without my hair done. You're not going to catch me without my nails done. It just, I have a standard for myself all the time, all the time. I noticed Blessing, she's one of the, the most memorable people who come into this room because she has a standard for herself. She only wears the color green. She's always dressed to the T. I don't know where she's going after this, right? Because your girl is always done up, you know, top to bottom, you know, (laughs) but, but she, I don't know what she does and how much money she makes from it, but she looks expensive, right? So you, you, you want to gravitate to people like that. I had to tell David last year, early on, like, let's really get it together. You're coming, you're wrinkled, you don't have on lotion. Oh, your socks are doing whatever Nobody your socks do. Nobody can see do. the lotion on a camera. You know, anyway, I had so. to. I had to coach him to become 
better in his appearance. And then he went and made all this money because... He coached me into being a better me. Yeah, I, I coached him into being a bit... Like, Dave, come on. Like, it's, we can't just put the watch on and think that the watch with the everything else is going to do it. Let's let's do better. Dave, did you iron this morning? Did you? Are you done? I'm just saying. She's what making stuff up. You were doing so good. You were doing so good. Anyway, so. appearance is a presentation, especially in the space that we live in right now, your presentation is mm -hmm. your preview, right? It's, it's your movie preview. What, what do they call it? It's your movie trailer. Because there's so many of us um, right now, notice that most of your circles, probably all of you right now, because you're doing some, are entrepreneurs or aspiring up-and-coming entrepreneurs. So there's so many of us in, of us in this space. How does your trailer position you for people to actually sit down and want to talk about your movie? Yeah, I, I told Donnie that, like, she got to hurry up and get her camera stuff together. Mm -hmm. Because we know, like, this, this Brain Picker podcast situation if we are going to charge people, yes, we got good information. Mm -hmm. But I, my camera needs to be upgraded. Her camera needs to be upgraded. So when they come on, there is a stark difference between the coach and the mentee. Mm, that's so strong. So listen, my boy Marsh, I'm not going to tell you how much I paid for the, the, the graphics and the logo. It was more than I've ever, ever even thought about paying somebody for graphics and logos. But it did what it was supposed to do. And he got us looking crazy. He got us looking amazing. Actually, the money I paid him, now that, now that I see it, was cheap. Mm. It was cheap. I'm not even, I'm not even looking for a... Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't want a $100 logo anymore. He charges thousands. Thousands. But he understands that, like, the way he puts the presentation together, the package, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. People will know not to play with you. Don't but, yeah, so, so that situation happened to me. And I said, oh, you're basing what you should pay me off of what you think I have in my pocket. Meaning, if I have more, you'll feel obligated to pay me more. Mm. Now I have to correct my presentation. And you guys, that doesn't mean like just super name brand stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. No. You can dress very nicely at a bargain. You know, it's just about how you put things together, how you sit in your clothes, how you walk. You know, if I, ha I have on red bottoms right now, but if the back of my foot was hanging out on the heel of my shoe while I'm sitting, I don't look as presentable, right? It's, it's, it's about your posture and what you're, what you're wearing. And Joe, you have come such a long way, honey. You've come such, such because a Joe long used way. to be in here with questionable basketball shorts on, any kind of t-shirt. Like he really had on spin a night clothes. basketball shorts. Yeah, he came to work and spin a night clothes. Look, my wife ain't gonna like this, but I had to tell her yesterday, Dre, we're not poor. I come into the house. Can I? T huh? Come to the mic, Dre. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. I can't tell. I can't tell it. <laughs> Dre has never I, opposed. I'm not. I'm not going to tell it. Not say anything. Just tell me when the cameras go off. I will tell you. I'll tell. She. But the the cool thing is not out of necessity. It's just I don't know what she be doing, and we laugh Dre about it all the time. Considerate, and I think Dre is really considerate of the fact that just because you have money doesn't mean that you have to 
necessarily blow it. And it's not even about that. A part of her upbringing, too, is really, really humble, right? So you don't have to just be out here just spinning it all. Target panties wear just as nicely as Victoria's Secret. No, I'll, okay, I'll say this one thing. She had, no, no, I did this. <laughs> I got I got her some some I got I got her some Gucci flip flops right. What? Because <laughs> they need to know. She got Jeez. some Gucci flip flops. What? <laughs> I know who ain't looking like they having. All right, all right. This is a really good episode. All right, so this episode is sponsored by the this Morning This episode Meetup. is sponsored by Andrea and her. That she's doing behind the cameras right now. I'm going to talk about it later. It's okay to, it's, well, until she, when she feels comfortable. It's funny, actually. I'll tell y'all after the camera's off. But this is not looking like by, she's thinking it's funny it's at all. It's sponsored by TheMorningMeetup.com. <laughs> only organization that gathers every single day uh, for the community of entrepreneurs, man. We have a call with over 600 people that join every single day. It is a beautiful community. They have a meetups around the country, just connecting with each other. You have to get in the environment, and we teach every morning. I'm on there every morning. You want to connect with me every morning, you can. Go to themorningmeetup.com. Try it out for a dollar. Quick little dollar trial. If you like it, stay. If you don't like it, you can leave. It's all good. Go to, go to themorningmeetup.com. Also, Brain Picker Podcast? Brain Picker Podcast. Yeah, the episode. So we're going to do Brain Picker Podcast. Let's get this out of the way. Okay, go ahead. Morning Meetup. This episode is also sponsored by Six Figure uh, EDU. This is the community where I help to train and develop coaches and consultants from scratch. If you are a coach, consultant, course creator, I got you. If you have a program that's not netting you the profits that you want it to make, uh, you can't get the attention of your audience, you need to be in my Six Figure Accelerator community, all right? And you can get more information about that at six, the word, S-I-X, figureaccelerator.com. Also, Post to Paid. Post to Paid is also sponsoring this episode. Uh, making sure that you as entrepreneurs are successfully communicating organically with your ideal audience. You've got a great concept, but you don't know how to reach them online. You don't know how to make them say, let me click your link. Post to Paid is just $37 a month with a dollar free trial. Mm. $1 for seven days. To get more information about that, 404-737-2767. And then the Brain Picker Podcast. The Brain Picker Podcast. So the you want to pick podcast. our brain in front of a live audience so we can see your brand, the whole world can see your brand. And the cool thing is it stays on YouTube forever. forever. What's really cool is I just, I, I'm excited about the people that we coach today. Um, and we'll be able to look back at that video in a year and mm -hmm. see how they 10x, 20x their yes. business with small pieces of advice. But just know by that time, the numbers have drastically changed. Drastically changed. So go to brainpickerpodcast.com and book your session today. Today. Let's go. Brainpickerpodcast.com, you guys. We will see you featured there very, very soon. And as always, don't forget to subscribe like and please, share please. both the Social Proof Podcast and the Brain Picker Podcast. Just Google our names and whatever you see come up, just do that. On all platforms. All we are out of here. Peace. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.